This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. Are we rolling? Good show. Oh, not good show. Good we, show. we literally just started the recording. Sarah, <laughs> Jesus, Hillman. <laughs> Sarah and Vinny's secret show for Tuesday. Is it the 30th? Yeah. March 5th a Monday. You know that? Yeah, that's what she said. She okay. said Monday, March 5th. All right. Thank you. Uh, it's Tuesday, January 30th, 2018. Sarah, Vinny, and Bryn in Studio D. Vaughn in Studio C. And Hooman and Yuzette in Studio B. That's right. Three different studios. <laughs> just one podcast. Roberto's still here. He's in Studio no, Z. Oh, great. <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, we're, we're happy to be here this morning. We're, a couple of us are heading over to Kokari in a little while. So funny. I don't, I don't have any shows I listen to anymore. What do you mean? Well, like, I think there's probably people who keep hearing this famous Kokari restaurant right. that we mention a thousand times on the air. And they probably have built it up to be something above and beyond. It's a restaurant yep, down the street. It's just a restaurant that we can walk to. <laughs> Co-car. It's you good know, though, but it's I good. mean, it, it, things take on a life of their own. When you are you, not wrong when you hear them all the time like that. It's true. It's a nice place. It is, of course, but delicious Greek food. Right. So we're meeting the big boss there, Susan Larkin, who I think was on the last Secret Show, right? Briefly, yeah. didn't she come in for yeah, a second? She did. She's our new boss here in the. Did she She's say like she loved manager. circumcised penis? I believe that was the quote. That yeah, was her she thing. Loves yeah, it. yeah, she was on the record. <laughs> I mean, and boy, she was going off about that later. I mean, she couldn't stop talking about it. About, wait. About how she'd uh, been on the show, you know, telling us all I'm about confused. it. I'm it, confused. Did she love uncircumcised I penis? think she loved circumcised. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I think. We could ask her. I'm sure she's around somewhere. Well, we'll ask her. I'm sure she'd love oh, to. Here I am. Oh, well, hey, Susan. <laughs> Susan, uh, Vinny was confused. Your feelings on circumcised or uncircumcised? Do you did you have a preference? Well, I'd like to take Vinny out one on one, tell him what I like, what I don't like. <laughs> How come all your? They're all Southerners. Yeah, He's, what is this? I don't understand. Is David Field here as well? Mm, well. Yeah, you know I'm here. Right. Oh, now David, of course, is our is he's the big boss. He owns Entercom, and he's he's ultimately responsible for us being able to say fuck without getting bleeped. Oh, so boy. David, you're really taking up there today. <laughs> well, the, you know, we're just trying to. We, we feel like this is what you want. You happy with your interns? Happy with what? Your interns. Oh, yes, interns. Well, <laughs> yeah, we don't have any yet, but yes, as soon as we have some, we'll be really happy with them. Thank you for everything so far, David. 
What are you going to get for lunch, David? Mm, well, you know, I'm pretty hungry. I'm going to probably get, take a couple shots of uh, tequila. Oh. And then I'll uh, have probably the fish special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Susan? What are you going to have? Oh, boy. Switching back and forth is tough. Mm, I'm going to get... Uh, <laughs> Watching my figure, I'm probably just gonna get the dolmas. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, it was funnier on the main show. That was God. You you just killed me on the on the main show. Thank you, Coleman. Uh, I want to do a couple of response emails, and then we'd ask people to write us their divorce stories. So we have a few little ones. Oh, do we? Yeah. It's so sad. Hang on a second. Oh, there's an uncut dick one. <laughs> we'll throw it away. It sounds gross. No, I'm going to do it. We were just talking about that. Uh. Okay. I'll start with this one. The uncut and dick story? Yeah. Oh, great. Look at, look at what his name is. That's uh, oh, cute. Right. I can't, I'm not going to say his Don't name. Don't say it. He says gay listener number 298. Hey, morning gang. Slurps all around. I love you all. Even human. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I heard you guys talking about uncut dick this week, and I wanted to write in about a short, weird experience I had earlier in the weekend. Gay guy here hooked up with a guy I met on Grindr the past, this past weekend, and this dude was uncut. I've been with uncut guys before, and I don't have a preference, really. I just notice that uncut guys are a lot more sensitive and get a lot more wet down there. Like with pre-cum? No, I think that because it's like a gland, right? So it covers it, and then it would actually have, there's some moisture. I like don't know anything smeg. about it. Uh, anyway, things are pretty simple. We made out and did some mouth action, but then he asked me to pull his foreskin all the way up so it covered the shaft. He then asked me to bite the foreskin with my front teeth. I was like, okay. I did so, and it turned him on a lot. Then he asked me to bite harder and start pulling on it with my teeth, kind of like trying to get the melted cheese on a pizza after taking a bite. Needless to say, it was probably the weirdest thing a guy's asked me to do. Actually, that's a lie. One time a guy asked me if he could saran wrap my arms to my body and jerk me off. But that's a story for a different time. Hope you all get laid and your foreskin nibbled. OFOC, gay listener number 298. You know what's so neat about being gay is that I think that you don't have to worry about, as much, I should say, about uh, shocking a dude that you're with. Like a guy's up for anything is what you're saying? Well, a guy... Would ask a guy probably for whatever it is he wants, as opposed to and the guy having could the just girl say, look at, at him like with shock face. Yeah, no, I don't want to be saran wrapped. You know, you could say no to that, and it would be like, okay, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> I, I always feel like uh, too lucky to be here with a naked lady to ask anything that's going to break the mood. Mm. You know. Like saran wrap my arms and jerk me we off. We are fickle, right? Really, saran wrap you, jerk you off. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I have other things to do. Uh, okay, couple divorce ones. Uh, no name on this one. My divorce crushed me. After 15 years and two kids, my wife decided she wanted someone else. At Christmas time, she told me I met someone, and I was stunned, broken, living well, but something has changed inside. Even though I've moved on. Uh, listening to The Secret Show the other day, anyone else notice that Garage Cat sounds a lot like the Queefer? I didn't notice that. I didn't either. What does Kindlin the Queefer sound like? 
I don't remember even doing her voice. I just did the queef sounds. No, you were like, oh, you know, I'm she so cried. Sad. Yeah, you did a whole bit about how there you were eating her pussy and she kept queefing in your face. And, and then, then crying. And then you had to start over. And you had to, yeah. That was a recreation of the queefing. Whom, and you're supposed to take it from there. Oh, that that was the cue. I can't. I don't remember the voice I used for her. I'm still stuck with Susan and David Field. I liked your Susan at first. You really had the crackly voice going. She's like very. She's little and feisty. I went through a divorce a few years ago. My ex had another life in another con- in another country. The other woman traveled everywhere with him on his work trips, even in the States. I was able to get my divorce done in under two years, and it cost me 15 grand, but that was only my side of the bill. Life is so much better now. Whole nother life. You hear about that sometimes, people who have two families and neither family knows about the other, and they travel for work all the time. I don't know how people support that. I don't, I don't understand what you could possibly want a life like that for. Like the dude. Who's right. leading two lives? What would you want that for? It seems like the I most could see stressful thing. How you might accidentally get Find into yourself that. there. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, but, but then you've continued to pursue that and keep that up. Right. That is insanity. It just seems like so clearly he's leading two lives, and then just you know, both girls say you got to marry me or give me up, and he can't give up either, and winds up in two different states, two different women, and. Jesus. How does a person like that sleep? Not just that they've done wrong and they can't sleep because they feel so guilty, that they must be so stressed out. Like, what if you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, Gladys, you know, and they're like, you know, my name's Virginia. I don't know where these names are coming from. (laughs) Gladys and Virginia. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But, you know, you'd mess it up or your kids' names. It's one thing to call your kid the wrong name. I mean, I do it all the time. I'll go through all the names before I get to the kid's name. But imagine if you've got some other kids, too, and you're putting in Leroy and Benjamin, like, for your daughter, Vanessa. I don't know how you want that life, but... I don't either. Uh, let's see here. My divorce took two years of living with my mom, 65000 bucks in lawyer's fees, and 14000 bucks in therapy. Damn. My parents' divorce started when I was in second grade and ended when I was a senior in high school. How's that possible? Oh. I have no idea. They kept changing their minds. Just awful. Uh, You read this one. This is a funny one, though. In my divorce a few years back, my ex wanted half my 401k for the time we were married. I refused and said, if if you want that, I want half your Raiders season tickets. Oh, right. Needless to say, he left my 401k. I'm a Niners fan. Yeah, I just, I do see how, like, for example, you and John started your lives together. Right. You both had nothing. Right. You built everything you've got together, and therefore it would be hard to split that up. I don't know if you just have to liquidate everything and then each of you leave with whatever cash is there and then start over. But however that works, I could see how that would be really difficult, especially if one of you is angry at the other. Right. And then it becomes, I don't want to sell. I want this place. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. However that... The, the feet dragging begins, but well, the stuff where always butt hurt, where you, know? you are you haven't built that life together, and someone says, "I'll take your every you know half no, of everything you, you put in." How the hell is that? And yet, that's what that becomes. 
I'm three years deep into a divorce. I spent $50,000 my entire IRA. We've not even begun to start the financial part, just arguing over the girls in custody. He plans to give me $400,000 of the billion dollars he has hidden in Bitcoin. Is that just wishful thinking on her part? Probably. Yeah. We did our own divorce. 800 bucks. kept the money for our kids' college. She hates lawyers more than I do. That's That worked out. Well... And maybe that was a no-fault situation. Maybe. Uh, let's see. And you do hear people who are like, you hear this, you see it in movies where they just sort of go, well, I'm totally not in love with this person anymore. Nope, I don't hate him. Nothing happened. We're just two people who pass each other in the hall. We don't bone. We don't talk. We're not excited to see each other. I don't know why you would stay in that marriage, right. I guess, except to not lose your stuff. Cheaper to keep her. That's just unfortunate. That's... I bet there's a lot of people who have an agreement where they're like, look, here's what it would cost us to get a divorce, and it would be tough. And, you know, we have our kids, and we've raised them, and let's just have separate lives. Try to try oh, to keep it out of the papers. Yeah, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt Especially that Especially if all. you get along, and you're fine. You just have separate bedrooms well, and you lead separate lives and you date and you just, you know, you're not going to be able to promise anybody anything. It's easy to say that until you come home and there's some dude in your house who's about to go upstairs and bone your wife right. in the in the bed you used to sleep in. Yeah, you'd have to be awfully grown up to let that one slide. I don't know. that. I think I'd be downstairs in the kitchen breaking dishes. Right. Maybe you should get your own apartment. <laughs> We'll stay married, but... Uh, uh. Uh, this one, it's interesting. This guy's listened for a long time. He was even a Chick Quiz Dude Quiz. Uh, oh, wow. That was... Yeah, and Yuzi helped me get an internship at a local sports radio station back when I was in college. Uh, his divorce was finalized this past July. He's 46. So he says over the past... So this is... It's a, it's a bad advice, but nothing's really happened yet. So I'm not sure what he's asking us to tell him. So here it is, and you you tell me. Uh, over the past year, I've dated without much success. Many of the dates were one and done, not one night stands. I guess he doesn't throw it in. I guessed uh, I back in November. I don't know a one and done, but one not a done, one night but not stand. Not one night stands. So he's not boning them. They just go out to dinner, and that's it. Back in November, I decided to pay for a dating app. In early December, I met someone that I clicked with. We messaged back and forth until she decided we were technically neighbors and gave me her number because they live in the same city. Uh, chatted, talked on the phone. Uh, after a couple weeks, decided to meet in person for lunch, eat, eating lunch, talking almost two and a half hours. The next night, since I wanted to see her again, I invited her over to wrap presents and talk. Again, things went well. The conversation flowed. We even put out my manger together, which she thought was very cool since we're both Catholic. Uh, everything there and they were busy, busy, busy. She has her kids 80% of the time. Very busy, busy, busy. He goes on to describe how busy they are. Went out to dinner on a Friday night and then had a date the following night. We went out to her favorite Vietnamese place, then back to my place for drinks, a movie, and an amazing dessert. Coffee crunch cake from a little bakery in Japantown. Hmm. So, uh, let's see. This past weekend, we both had our kids and didn't get to see each other, but we texted the whole weekend. Sunday morning came and I sent the text, are we okay? She said, yeah, I really like you. She had plans on Sunday with her daughter. Uh, Are we okay? I, 
text. Why did you write that? That's a huge mistake. For, I got, for anyone listening to this, don't do that. I got a text around 10.30 p.m. after she, cause she had all the stuff to do with her kid, uh, asking if I was up. I called her, and we ended up talking until well past midnight, so they had a nice talk on Sunday night. Um, Except that you've raised a big red flag in her head. It was a very intense and deep conversation. We even talked about making it a physical relationship, but both agreed that's risky. Isn't that what you're doing? Isn't that what the... They're not boning yet? Apparently, they're not doing anything yet. All right. She ended the conversation by saying we were beating a dead horse, and this was not something we'd solve that night. I really think she might be the one, but I have to be patient and trust the process. But when you know, you know. Side note, she's been divorced eight years and suggested I might want to date other people since I'm newly divorced and could be missing out. But then said she doesn't want to share me with anyone else and it could make her jealous. Early, uh, we texted early this morning, and she told me, "I hope you're okay. That we're okay?" Question mark. Then she said she doesn't want to overthink things, and our talk has made her super heady. So let's tr- stop trying to define this. It's too soon for me. That's her quote. Uh, so that's where I'm at. What do you guys think? I think you ruined it. I think it's ruined. <laughs> I think it's completely fucked. <laughs> Just the are you uh, are we okay text that was you don't the beginning think that of the that's end. Gone. No, these put people both sound like girls. Like they're both overthinking every single thing. Like just live your life, get texts from her when you do, enjoy phone calls. Next time you're together, it's been a couple times now. It's time to you're both grown ups. You're forty six years old, Kevin. Let's make this happen. Seal the deal. Don't talk about it on the phone and wonder if it'll ruin the good thing. What, what do you have? You don't have anything. Bone this woman. Yeah, that is so funny. You know, I was talking about uh, my relationship, I think it was yesterday on the air, and I had said my relationship at one time was the easiest thing. Yeah. And that's because none of that note happened ever. Like, you just, sometimes you just flow with somebody and you don't have to grind every detail to smithereens. Right. I know that's that is a just classic relationship ruining (laughs) behavior right there. Uh, Anyway, there's no there's no helping you. (laughs) We'd love to help you, but we can't. You you're not even in a relationship yet. Stop asking us for relationship advice. She said we're beating a dead horse at this point. We can't solve this tonight. What's what is? I don't. It's like they're figuring out something to solve. Sounds like they're leaving some info out. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're not. They're just making a mountain of a molehill. Hi, Half Moon Bay Local here. Yes, those dinosaurs at the Flintstone House are from Sun Studios in Half Moon Bay on Highway 92. Ah, that's the place. I pass that place all the time and think, who the heck would buy these rusted old things? You know, the guy who buys the Flintstones house. Yeah. I saw him for the first time the other day, too, as I was driving. I was like, oh, they're there. Because, I, I, you know, I showed you the picture on Facebook. Oh, you drove past the Flintstone house. You yeah, know. yeah. All right, I'm gonna do one more here. Were you with Rachel? No, I was with my mom. She oh. lives right around there. So. She does. Yeah, she lives in San Mateo. Ooh, good old San Mateo. I love San Mateo. I miss it. I know you were happy there. I liked it. Yeah. You ever think you'll move back? No. Oh, that's it. I don't. Our real estate is. Mute. Uh, a nightmare. Do you love it as much as Sarah? What? Real estate? Yeah. No, I don't. He no, loves I meme just... way more than he loves <laughs> San Mateo. <laughs> no, I, was saying, I hope I love... beat out I'm saying, San Mateo. Do you love real estate as much as Sarah no, loves I hate, real estate? I'm saying I don't like it. it. I don't like it at all. I think that uh, everything's overpriced and it's super sad. Radio
Were you in a bidding war for the place you just got? No, but uh, it had been up for a while because they'd told people no on the offers that they were trying to get. They just said, no, we'll keep it. They'd already bought a new house and weren't in any rush. They were part of. So this was the price. They were. Uh, so did you pay the exact there price There was a name it? on the forms that I saw. After a few minutes, because I didn't right away look at everything, but there's there, they were heirs to a certain family. Oh, was it the Rockefellers? No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> but it was pretty big. It was a name that I went, "Oh my God, they, they do not need, need to... our money." So you paid full price, little less, but but close. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, but we wanted what we, we yeah. got, and you we're got very a great happy. new house. Mm-hmm. How's that gardening going? Yeah, how's that gardening going? Well, the now uh, that you've raked it, you should just continue to keep it up, you know, so that it well, doesn't build up again. You know, I, I will. <laughs> it's if gonna the surf be, ever gets yeah, flat. Yeah, I mean, and right now there's. I've been very busy. I've had my hands full. Yeah. Last weekend I had. I can't tell you how much fun. I can't even explain how much fun. And yet you still fit in the leaf raking. But I had to do breaking. that. I had to have my fun first. Mm. Uh, Dear Secret Show, don't use my name. I'm struggling once again with an issue I've long been battling off and on over the course of my 20-year marriage. I'm hoping you can all bat around the subject of phone sex. My husband and I have struggled with this since before we were married. I don't need to hear that I shouldn't have gotten married. I was knocked up at 19 and practically dragged down the aisle by my parents. It comes up every few years only because I somehow see a charge on a credit card bill or phone bill for the service. For years, I stopped looking because I didn't want to know or because I trusted that he stopped. But now, who knows if he ever did. In the past, we've tackled the issue with various therapists and spent hundreds of dollars trying to get to the root of it all. Plus, isn't that pretty expensive, like those 900 lines? Like, I think you'd notice if all of a sudden your phone bill was $1,000 a month. I can't even believe they're still around. I know. But clearly, guys want to talk to live women. Uh, Let's see. We've spent hundreds of dollars trying to get to the root. It's always worked. When we're good, we're really, really good. My struggle now is that after all this time... Of all the emotions being laid out on the table, all the tools for getting through have been presented, and just simple maturity, one would think, why is he not able to talk about this? He knows how I feel, which is that on some level, in my mind, it's a form of cheating. If he feels like he needs to get his kicks on without me, I'm fine with that. We all do. I'm just not fine with another woman being involved to get there. And he knows this. Am I unreasonable? Should I get over myself? Is phone sex the same as looking at porn? I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, as every day that we are not talking about this, and trust me, I've tried, I find myself slipping deeper and deeper into a funk. Longtime listener with a serious case of the blues. That's a tough one. It is it's a tough one. It's not that tough, but it all is. right, go it's, ahead. You know what's tough about it is that her feelings are totally valid. And while we might say it's just porn, it's he doesn't know this person, they don't have a relationship, it is masturbatory, She's, she doesn't mean anything to him. It doesn't matter if that's not how you feel about it. Like, we can rationalize it all we want. But I would be pretty bummed if all of a sudden John was talking, especially if it was like, I mean, I, I don't know how I would know if it was the same woman all the time. <sighs> I don't know. This, I, I think that's hard. What do you think, Ben? Go ahead. Well, I want Hooman to. Oh, all right. I want Hooman to go. The, I, I don't. 
you're not really threatening divorce. It doesn't sound like, you know, you've got one foot out the door. It just sounds like you're becoming depressed, and it sounds like you've spoken to him, and he's not— He doesn't not, want to talk about it. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want—like, it's his thing, and he sees that you're down, but he's not lifting a finger or doing really anything. I mean, he'll go to counseling when you ask him to. So I, I don't know what you're asking. Are you asking us— should I get a divorce? I'm going to say no. You shouldn't get a divorce over that. But uh, is he going to change his behavior? Absolutely not. He's not going to change. He hasn't changed it so far. And you just keep getting. So maybe I don't, is this, this might be horrible advice. I, I don't know what to say, but maybe you should stop looking at the phone bill. Or get him a, like a burner phone or a second phone that he can just just use for it. I don't know. It's it's this one's tough because is. Is phone sex like porn? That's the question. It is like porn, and for some people, it's it's super hot. People like that. No, no, like, but I mean, is it worse than porn? Do you understand what I'm saying? I, yeah, is it- I think, and I, that's what I'm trying to answer you. Like, I John can watch porn all he wants. Like, I don't. I'll watch porn. I don't care. I'm fine with it. There's no attachment to those people. But you're talking to someone, right? And that is the. That's the difference for me. And it's the reason I think, okay, I can see why you have a problem. What if the guy's like, oh, man, I'm talking to you because my wife doesn't do this. I know you'd be doing this. We're right. together. You don't want to have him having a conversation about you. Hopefully they're just talking about his dick the whole time and what she's doing to it. Uh, Vinny, it's your turn. Go. Well, on that, I imagine the guy's end game is to come so he's probably not talking about his problems with his wife probably not to the sex phone operator although they are trying to get you for every minute that they sure, can so maybe they play but, therapist you know the technology i would i can't believe he's still calling sex lines like the technology has come so far to help you masturbate right he could be doing this online and seeing the person too Maybe he grew up with phone. Uh, he may have, and this is maybe, and I this what I thought was, you know, a lot of times people will say, "I'll quit that," and then he goes to doing himself the way he normally does. With and he's which not getting involved, there. Well, he probably does get there for a while, and then finally he has the house to himself, and it's been six months since he last called, and he's. I don't know what he even has to look at. If he's using sex lines, does he even know Maybe that there's computer closes porn? His, closes his eyes and listens to the voice. That you know, I mean, who knows what gets some people off? So to me, it's a disembodied voice that has no connection to his life in reality at all. Right. There's nothing to do with real life at all. You're saying purely masturbatory. It's no. It's just him. I've always said this, I believe this, uh, that jerking off is just, like, for men, it's it's no different than going to the bathroom. It's just another body bodily function. It's not connected to my heart right. in, in any way. It's just me getting off. They the say end. The, the difference in the questions that a man and a woman will ask when they find out that a spouse has cheated, a girl will ask... Do you love her? And a guy will ask, did you bone him? Like it's it's about it's about how they feel about sex outside of the marriage. You know, you don't want the girl doesn't want him to love someone else. The guy's like, well, the guy's just boning her. He doesn't love her or something. 
But that that's the difference between how we sort of look at those things. Yeah. So he does not love the women on the other end of the of the phone. And I, it doesn't mean he loves you less if he's talking on the phone to some. It, I, I agree with you, Vinny. I think it's masturbatory. It would bum me out. I, I admit it. If I knew that John was doing that, but maybe I could wrap my head around it if I. Okay, knew let me he wasn't let me having ask you a question. With her. Let me ask you a question. Okay. So let's say, uh, I'm in love with, what is her name? The lady that boned Trump. Melania. Oh, no, 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 Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Daniels. I love Stormy Daniels. You're I, in love with I, her. Well, I look at her videos. And, and you want to marry her. And, no, I just pursue her videos. That's who gets me off. I look at her videos exclusively. But you just said you love her. So. Well, I'm just trying to make the point that let's say that's the person that I have fixated focused on, on okay. for my fantasy life. Mm-hmm. Does that is that... Does that make it a big problem because I've repeatedly looked at her videos? Right. That's an excellent question. But you don't, you're not talking to her. I've never met her. No. She wouldn't talk to me if I tried. Right. Does that, because I'm focused on that one person though, does it suddenly change the. the, Well, you did just say you love her. So now I'm I'm bummed. (laughs) I'm just trying to work through some kind of an analogy that might help make this clear for you. So what I'm trying to say is. For example, when I sit down to look at something for for uh, one o'clock appointment with yourself for inspiration, there's a lot of different things. I might look at a black lady. Uh-huh. I might look at an Asian lady. I might look at hairy pussy. I might look at oh, uh, big butts. Sure. There's a lot of different things that I would be looking at for inspiration. It's never one thing. But what if this guy is focused on that one person? Then are you jealous of that person? Right. I have a question. I don't even think he's getting the same voice on the phone each time. Well, that's a question to ask. I mean, is he calling the same person every time? Because I can see where that would bother a, a, a woman. It would bother me if I knew he was talking to the same chick, like they were getting to know each right. other. But so they, okay, but still they've never met. They're just right. talking. He finishes. And hangs up. Right. Hopefully so, with just using like his four fingers and, or maybe a tissue to hang the phone up. Because I'm picturing a Because he has a landline. Right, exactly. Okay, who and what? So Sarah said something that has been making me think, which is uh, if this guy really cared about his wife's feelings, he would have gotten a burner phone or made it way harder for her to find out. But clearly he's doing this... He, that doesn't out in the open. Mean he I, this her. is what I think about that I'm saying, part. No, I, I'm not saying love. I'm saying he doesn't care about what she thinks. No, I think that he is trying to not call these lines. I think I. This is what I would guess. He's probably saying to himself, "I can do this without that. I do it without it yesterday. I'll do it without it tomorrow." And months probably go by, and then he finds himself alone in the house with a minute. And the he knows it's going to be hotter and more exciting and that it'll feel better and it won't be as much of a struggle to get where he wants to go. And he finds himself weak and goes for it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that ain't cheating. I don't think this – the bottom line for me here is I don't think that dude's cheating on you. I think he's spanking his bad little monkey and you should lay off. Because oh, you're telling her to lay off. That's what that's I think. your advice. And what, you, and what do you think? I tend well, to agree with you, but I feel her pain. Yeah, I do too. But, but I'm just saying. But you, she's writing us for our opinion, right? 
So yes. can I have mine? Mine is, I think he's jerking off, and that's it. That's my opinion. I feel like you can be hurt by it, or you can see that, you know, he. you're not boning him daily. You're probably not even boning him weekly. And, you, and, and I'm sure he wouldn't even want to bone you daily. Like, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, I don't even know if it's about lack of sex. It's like you said, it's like taking a shit. Yeah. It's just something he's like, oh, I'm going to go clear the chamber. Oh, I'm hot. I'm a, I'm a dude. My sex drive is kicking in. If I don't heal this wound, it's going to be bugging me all day. Did I, she mention a financial struggle too earlier? Um, does she? I don't think because so. Because there's that financial argument as well, because I'm looking it up. It's three bucks a minute. Yeah, it's so not that much. So he's like jerking off for a long, well, if that's he's on a the lot. phone for, for an hour, that's 180 well, bucks I don't, right there per day. For an hour? Who knows? Some people take longer than there's others, There's no right? doubt that that was a big running theme. There's for no those, mention of money in this. For those sex lines money, were money, money, kids, money. teenagers, using their family phone and racking up thousands of dollars And in the debt. parents would get the bill and go, oh my God. I don't think that's what's happening here. No. I actually think that just based on what's there, that this is a person who tries to toe the line and then finds himself horny, and his big fail is that he called the sex line. Yeah, there's worse things. And I don't think it's that bad. I'm and not trying says, to laugh at you. I get it. Look, we all have the things that grind us. If this is it, I feel bad for you because I know that sick feeling in your stomach and that betrayed feeling yep. is awful. I'm not trying to make light of how that of that feeling or that that feeling's real for you. I just don't think you should be getting it from this. Right. I I mostly agree with you, and I I think you know you even say when we're good, we're really good. You know, maybe tell him. And I bet he won't talk about it because he's probably embarrassed about it. Like the last thing he well, wants to do is talk about it. A lot this. of shame is tied to the Absolutely. things that we like. That's what we were just saying. It the guy's talking to this other dude about bite, bite it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to give. I want to give my advice. All I don't, right. Homer. I don't love that advice. I think you should. No one's gonna like this advice except me. But your 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 feelings your feelings aren't being considered by just ignoring it and leaving him alone and. It's definitely, I mean, you're writing into the show, so clearly this is affecting you. I think you should just keep going to counselors and trying to figure out some other solution. At least keep talking about it. It's going to be a pain in his side, but it's either going to be a pain in his side or a pain in your side. Joy's a marriage, everyone. Joy's a marriage. So Human's advice is get out of there. No, I say keep going to counselors and trying to work it out and see if you can find some other solution. But listen... It's going to be a lot more work, but at least you, your feelings will be addressed. Yeah. The other solution, you're not addressed at all. That, here's one thing that I would say, too, that uh, maybe we haven't. It just sort of occurred to me, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, yeah. What is it? So some people are vocal in bed. Yeah. Some people say all kinds of super hot, nasty stuff that can be super exciting. And other people, you can't pound a sound out of them. Right. Like you You're just... lucky if you get a... <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there is an element to their sex lives that is not fulfilling this guy. Maybe there's something that he heard on one of these lines 30 years ago that forever will be so hot to him and that he cannot just get that out of you mm. ever. Well, and, you know, he's not pressuring, I mean, maybe he is pressuring her to talk dirty, but, you know, he's getting that somewhere. 
I don't know. The more it's I think about it, the everybody. more I equate it to right. And actually, and people feel stupid doing it. And it actually takes practice, and it has to be with like a trusted party. You got to try stuff. Out. You have to be willing to laugh at the stupid shit that comes out of your mouth. You're like, oh, let me try that again. Let me try that a different way. That didn't sound hot at all. There's definitely things. It's funny that as we all are, there are little family in here. There's even times where Sarah's been talking on this show, and she'll be like, oh, and then I said this, and I'm like, whoo, whoo. Clarky, Jesus. Which now that we don't believe it anymore, I don't know that don't I'll be talking dirty. I don't want to at all. Calm the hell down. Man, I never heard anybody say that before. So there's definitely something to it, and there's some people who are good at it and some people who aren't. Maybe that's something that you could consider. Maybe that would be something that an element of your sex lives together that you could explore with him that might close the gap a little bit between what what he wants and what he's getting. Do you think that she's doing that? I don't know and I don't, I also I feel like no matter what's happening with them in their sex life and they say, she says when it's good, it's good. I mean not about this, just about their lives together. I really feel like the more you can put this in a that's just porn box, the easier it's hard. It is hard. It's weird. It's a weird feeling to know that someone else is interacting with him but I do think that porn is just porn and he doesn't love that person like that's comes back to the way girls and boys feel about this stuff like he's that is like you said this is jacking it and it's totally separate from how you it doesn't affect your heart you're not in love with your hand right you know hand you're so good to my (laughs) cock all the time you're just it's a totally it's a function thing he gets there, he hangs up the phone, he goes on with his life. He's not even reminded of it again until you get the bill and bring it up to him. Maybe try try to see if you can put it out of your mind. I know Hooman is not going to like that I advice. don't like that. I know, but she, she can't. She can't. But it's maybe been going it's on because for she years. hasn't tried to and just well, tried to reconcile it. Well, clearly she has. It. She said she hasn't looked at the phone bill. That's a terrible advice. That is bad advice. He needs to hide that better just so it's, she's not That's reminded. what I said! Yeah. And you're like, oh no, that doesn't mean... How do you just dismiss what I said and now you're saying what I said? I'm just trying to steal what you said, Human, because it was so brilliant that I wanted to have it as my own. Well, you can understand that. I mean, guy mm, like you with incre- incredible insights. Thank you. You're welcome. It just seems, it seems, it's so much. <laughs> no, thank you. I know that it's hurting her. I get that she wrote that. But it seems harmless in comparison to the other things that people sometimes need to get off and right. sometimes border on illegal. What if you're that dude that's like, what I really want to do is jerk off in front of the window. Right. Well, or worse things. There's way worse right. things. Right. Well, I'm just saying. Right. And so you've, tell, you've talked to this guy and said, stop doing that in front of the window. And he has stopped for months and months and months. And then the neighbor calls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I saw him again. <laughs> what are you going to do about this? I'll you know, tint the windows. Yeah, you won't be I mean, able to see I him. don't know. I, I just think that there's so many things people are driven to. Dudes and their dicks. And that's not... That bad? No, it's it's not that bad. I mean, and especially if it's not a financial burden, and she doesn't mention it there. I mean, I wouldn't give him the green light or anything, but you know what? Focus on the things that are good about your relationship, and just worry about the. I don't know. I'm. I'm. My advice is to try to try to see it as as porn. I like if my advice the best. I don't like their advice. Of course, yours is the best. I think, I, mean, you, I think you should keep. Uh, you should go to the counselor and try to work it out so that somebody on this show can address your feelings. How about this? Every time you find that. Tell him that it, you're every time you find a number from one of those sex lines, you're gonna butt fuck him with a dildo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tell him that. Yeah. See tell him that. that. Maybe you'll open up a whole new avenue. 
in your 20-year marriage. And you're going to film it. <laughs> it's a dirt road. Okay. What? His butthole is? Yeah, we said you said a whole new avenue. Oh, a dirt road. Mm. <sighs> Look at you go. Hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm just getting primed for our lunch with David Fields. Oh, well. CEO of our company. I'm sure he's going to... Gonna love it. Let's bring this up at lunch. I think this is this the is phone inter- sex. Yeah, that's an interesting topic thing. for us to all discuss at lunchtime. Have you ever called a phone sex line? Anybody? I have not. I have no. no, I have me not. neither. Sounds fun though. Does it? I've had phone sex with a girlfriend that yeah. was yeah, and it is hot. Distance. Yeah, super hot. Well, I was desperate, really. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hot. Somebody <laughs> saying hot things in a whispered voice in your ear. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Done that. Um. The only, you know what we did call a sex line when we first got on the show here, back when you we were allowed to call. I remember and, that. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. here when you guys said that. That was fun. Vinny was Vinny was really. You know what? Funny that's the only the, the time girl. though. The woman. Do you remember the woman goes? Am I on speakerphone? <laughs> Gotta tell And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, You're gonna have to take me off my speakerphone. And Vinny goes, But my hands are busy. <laughs> And then he goes, she goes, what's your name? He goes, Ned. <laughs> He's like, Dan? <laughs> Where is that audio? Uh, you know what? I actually think it's on that Best of CD. That, it doesn't matter. Is it on there? We don't need to. I think it I'll is. It. Yeah. The bottom line is, I, I think the butt fuck thing is the way to go. Yeah, I, I say <laughs> offer to punish him with that. He might love it. Just peg him right. hard. All right, good luck with it. You can follow up with us. Uh, and anytime you have a bad advice or something that you'd like to share, we love your gross stories or uh, really any question, big or small, send them to Sarah with an H at RadioAlice.com or Vinny with an I-E at Radio... And two N's, not Viney. V-I-N-N-I-E at RadioAlice.com. Put have, bad advice in the... We what? have an entire hour to kill. I know, man. <sighs> I know. How long was our secret show, Bryn? 40 uh, minutes. 40 minutes, yes. Damn. That was a good one. Although there was some stuff at the beginning to cut it. Just, no, really, no, this no. Whole I thing stopped was 40? it and started over again. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, we constantly... De- we Just keep delivering, right, Hooman? Mm. Over-delivering. <laughs> Know what you say? All right. Okay. Wow. He's got to get over to the bar at Kokari to stake out a place where he can watch us come in. (laughs) We got to get our binoculars and the bug ready at the table tonight. Right. We're gonna talk about you the whole time.